Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com It's that time. Plank of the Week is here again with me, Mike Graham, on Talk Radio TV. Welcome to Plank of the Week. This is, of course, uh, the second floor in News UK's building where we are going to be doing some amazing things over the course of the next few weeks. I'm joined today for this edition of Plank of the Week by Will Geddes, a security consultant to the stars uh, and occasionally to me, and the beautiful Carol Decker, who has returned. Um, lead singer of Tapau, uh, a woman of means and uh, <laughs> owner of dogs and children and husbands and all sorts of things like that. Animal. Welcome. Uh, she's back on tour, by the way, so we'll talk about that in a little while. But we haven't got a lot of time this week because time is against us, so we're going to rush through it. Carol... Kick us off with your first plank, please. OK, well, I'm going to go with, um, as a group, the Moscow elite... Oh, yes. ..who have been absolutely... <laughs> That's a good one. ..devastated by the fact that Chanel closed its boutique... Oh, no. ..in the middle of Moscow. And so several of them, including two um, very successful and beautiful Russian models called Victoria Bonia and Marina Moshinka. Yes, got that right. Um, they cut up their Chanel handbags on their Instagram and social media feeds to show... Worth how about, what, five grand each or something? They were, yeah. And in the newspaper, it had a picture of Victoria cutting her Chanel quilted... I mean, I love a good handbag. Oh, yeah. It kind of hurt me a bit to watch yeah, her yeah. do it. And beside her, in another picture, was um, a person lying dead on a Ukraine street with his yeah. hands tied behind his back. He'd clearly been executed. Yes. But she was angry. She said this was anti-Russian propaganda. Oh, I know. And she's crossed with Chanel. It's shocking, isn't it? I mean, the last time I saw a sort of proper TV report from Moscow before they kicked all the Western journalists out, they were in the Chanel shop because lots of people were still shopping there. And they said, we will still shop, we will still buy Chanel. Supermarket And it's all sweep. right, fine, you know. <laughs> and, you know, we've got plenty of money. There's nothing yeah. wrong with the Russian economy. Well, I guess that's not true anymore. Well, Chanel handbags... You know, are they in at the moment, though? That's the thing. I mean, Carol, I prefer you know. Prada, to be honest. <laughs> but, you know... Well, or a nice Birkin bag. I'm sure they wouldn't do it with that. I They're know. a lot more expensive. You can always get a really good so bag. I've been told. Yeah. But, uh, no, I just think that... I couldn't believe what I was reading, no. that she didn't... Clearly, maybe she's not being told what's going on, but you would have thought um, an international model like her would know a little bit about... You would well, think. they get about a bit. Yeah, you would think. But and she said, this is a dreadful way to treat your clients. Snip, snip, snip. <sighs> Well, we'll see. Whether I'm not sure Chanel gets, will uh, really be losing much sleep over that. I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. Right Probably good PR for them, I would have thought. Probably, yeah. 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 Well, they want to be on the right side of the, of the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Who's your first one, Will? Well, my, my first one is the lovely Lorna Slater. So this plays into 
my absolute barrage of hate towards wokeness. Yes. And Laura Slater Who is, is she? Well, she is an MP within the Green Party coalition oh, with yeah. the Scottish National oh, right. Party. <laughs> Canadian-born and uh -huh. now living in Scotland. She is a response, but I think she's the Minister of Wokeness. Oh, yeah. uh, that's probably not her <laughs> official title. Yeah. But she Wokery. came out with this fabulous uh, statement the other day about the transgender lobby, which is uh, uh, being petitioned and lobbied, obviously, in Parliament for anybody from the age of 16 to self-identify as a different gender. Oh, yes. Which my head is already beginning to Oh, this to is hurt. the new Scottish law that's coming in, isn't Correct, it? Correct, yeah, yeah. And uh, And what she did, was she turned, there, there was a, 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 a strong women's group called Four Women uh, that are termed as feminists, and I think it's all too easy to club that all together. Everybody else seems to have their own little pigeonhole. Yeah, so sure. to say for women was a feminist group, I think, is a bit of a stretch. Um, these are women standing up for women's rights, quite understandably. Anyway, she they opposed it, and she turned around and put them in the same category as anti-Semites and racists. Uh, so Miss Slater... Something going very wrong, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Miss mm -hmm. Slater, in my book, is uh, a misguided idiot uh, who's actually probably for the causes that she's trying to promote, probably not doing them any favours. No, but also, everything gets weaponised now, so they all, all these these people, you know, they've got their own agenda, they take a... She probably wants to get well-known, raise her profile as the person that stood up for, for the trans lobby. And it's very easy to um, accuse people of something rather than talk to them and see what they really think about things. So then you've got to go around denying you're an anti-Semite yes. or denying you're yeah. a transphobe when you're not. You just have a different perspective and you'd like a conversation. Well, it was like when they started calling wicked. people COVID deniers, wasn't it? And it yeah. was like, well, you're clearly trying to link that to Holocaust denial, yeah. you know, which is really horrible yeah, and wrong exactly. and ghastly. But this is what they do. I if you don't agree with them, you know, you're some kind of antichrist. Oh, yeah, which you know. will come, I'll come even more onto with one of my further nominations <laughs> later, Mike. But the, the thing that astounds me is they kind of microcosm everything, these people, like Lorna Slater. Yeah. So unless you're speaking exactly the same, this is the thing I just... Mm. effing hate about mm. the whole wokeness right now. And and even gay friends of mine who've gone, we want nothing to do with this whole thing. My gay friends you know, too, They yeah. just want to distance themselves. It's, like, embarrassing. It's like someone in the room pointing a light on them and saying, ah, you're responsible, you're involved in all this. And they're like, no, it's nothing to do with me. And it's, and it's people who are generally not even in that community... Yes. ..that are, like Lorna Slater, cos I don't think she's in the LGBTQI community... Plus. Uh, plus uh, and a I'll negative plus. and anything else, uh, who, who is actually sort of waving a flag of wokeness to say, oh, I'm standing by my, my sisters, my brothers, my it, yeah, my yeah. them, theirs, their well, whatever. Well, full disclosure, we, we have trans friends. My daughter has trans friends. I have friends with trans children. Mm. You know, I have one friend. Um, our kids were in junior school together. Her daughter's transitioning to be um, a trans male. And it's it's complicated, it's tricky, it's very yeah. emotional, but I can assure you that none of them are interested in what someone like Lorna Slater's yeah. got to do. No. They just want to get it's on with their lives. It's kind of a personal lives. thing as well, isn't it? It's you don't have to put it out there and to be talking to everybody used. about it, you know. They're yeah, but being if, you, used. if you open yeah. it up for discussion, Everybody should be able to join that discussion. That's the whole yeah. joy of free speech. Well, exactly. So you don't shut people down by saying you're an anti-Semite or a racist because yeah. you're opposed to it. And, I mean, bedwetters like Lorna, you know, need to stay in their corner. Yeah, I think you're absolutely personally. right. Yeah. Right, well, I'm going to take a slight turn away from all of that. I'm going to go for <laughs> Boris Becker yeah. uh, in the in the instance. Everybody loves Boris, love right? Boris. Everybody thinks he's great. He's hilarious. When few he secrets does. in the cupboard. Few secrets in the cupboard, you know. <laughs> don't go into a cupboard with him expecting nothing to happen. <laughs> um, Championship he's round. He's been at Southwark Crown Court.
uh, last week, right? Sure. He's been accused of trying to hide millions and millions of pounds. Uh, three million pounds on his estate in Mallorca is what he owes uh, over an unpaid loan. I just wonder how... And, I'm, you know, I've got some sympathy with Boris, but, I mean, how yeah. do you have such a successful tennis career and find yourself having a loan that you can't repay. Well, he's it always does find it extraordinary. He's a playboy, isn't he? He's always had yeah. a play... So they tend to spend a lot of money playboys. But where, where did he hide the money? Do we well, know? Was it in a sock under a Nobody's mattress? very sure. In a cupboard? Oh, no, no, no. Apparently, from what I saw, there was a whole load of... Uh, it's very... assets more than money, I think. Oh, okay. And he pretended he didn't owe. Ah, OK. So he has actually been a little bit dishonest, you know, okay. I'm afraid. But apparently, they yeah, might make him... throwing the titles of properties yeah. into, Sly. like, wives and... Goodness yeah, no, that doesn't... I don't own that. That's not mine. It's like when Emily Thornberry was asked by Jeremy Carl, but you own three houses, don't you? She says, I don't live in them. No, one I, of and I got bought one, one for my ailing mother. One's for my ailing mother and one's for my brother. <laughs> but, yeah, but you still own them and they're still yours. So you're still liable to pay tax on them. So he yeah. now is facing seven years in jail. No, no. this is really bad. Now, I mean, for a man of his kind of stature and fame and fortune... It's a pretty ignominious, you know, departure. Have a mighty fall. Really, his own mother is begging a judge not to send him to prison. I'm sure he won't go to prison. I can't believe he will. But he's been found guilty of four charges uh, under the Insolvency Act, acquitted of a further 20 counts. Um, and he's just... I mean, he just cuts a very forlorn figure. And I just... I just I, it's like he's done it to himself. I feel bad for him. Yeah. But he's a plank because he doesn't need to be sitting there. It's, or he was advised badly. It's that, like a, it's a white-collar crime, and I love Boris. To me, he's one of the best commentators when Wimbledon is on. I just love him. And I remember him winning Wimbledon when he was 17. I remember like, It was just It was amazing. Yeah. Incredible. No, I remember. But, yeah, you're, so your plank is coming from how did you let this happen Yes, you shouldn't have let this happen to yourself. You shouldn't be there. Maybe he'll be at Wimbledon this year with an ankle bracelet. <laughs> I mean, you know, that'll be quite good fun. They won't let him through the security. Hey, maybe Chanel could do one. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. I'd wear that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right, your second nomination, please. OK, um, I have recently watched um, the amazing... I'm going to big up the Netflix documentary here, which is um, Jimmy Savile. I've heard it's very good. A British horror story. Now, when I was a kid, Jimmy Savile gave me the creeps. As a kid and a young teen, I never understood why he had these... TV shows and why everyone was in his thrall. And my mum mm. used to say to me, uh, he's a real hard knock, you know, he's got a reputation as being quite nasty behind the scenes. So there was always that yeah. kind of circuit. There was always that, yeah. So I never got it, never <laughs> got it, never knew why people were all, all over him like a cheap suit. This documentary goes so deep, it does such a deep dive, there's even more to discover. Mm. And when you see all the clips of him edited together, he was hiding in plain sight. Yeah. The times he was interviewed and he was going... And he'd always cracked that horrible joke, going, oh, no, they can't... You know, the, the, I'm fine with it. My, my case comes up on Thursday. You know, it was like, there's this mm. case pending, yeah, yeah. Th this mm. joke case. And then he did... There's one clip from a documentary he's doing at Loch Ness and they're talking about the monster. And he says, I reckon there's a couple of monsters in there, but they won't come out today. You know why? Because they don't like competition. And he, he basically said, I'm a yeah. monster. He was hiding in plain mm. sight. And the BBC had untold opportunities yeah. to do something about it, as did the different police forces. Yeah. I think it was mm. West Yorkshire and uh, the Met. And then on top of that, Prince Charles went to him as a confidant. And Jimmy, Sh Jimmy Savile showed le shows letters where Prince Charles is saying, thank you so much for mm. your honest guidance and all this kind of thing. And I'm just... I, I don't know if I'm nominating all three of them, but yeah. I'll... We'll go with the BBC, I think. They had every... But he was making... Also, they knew what he was doing when yeah. he was working there. On right? premises, in because his some of the, and, and I mean, I've not seen the documentary, but I'm told some of the footage, you can clearly see okay. what he's doing. I'll tell you one... Right? Yeah, I'll tell you one bit. Gary Glitter is a guest on one of his shows 
and they make some kind of snide, misogynistic, sleazy conversation between mm. them on camera. And Jimmy says, don't worry, I've got them all lined up on a beanbag backstage for you. They were both... They didn't even care. And the BBC were filming it. People were working on these shows. Yeah. The, the executives knew what was going on, but they were either too scared of his influence or he made them too much money. Yeah. yeah. It's, a uh, shocking, it's, it's a shocking situation. Awful. And yeah. in defence of newspapers, because we often get accused of never doing the story either, every time I was ever involved in anything to do with Jimmy Savile, mm. he had these very powerful lawyers, mm. and unfortunately the people who told the stories about what he'd done to them mm. were never very believable witnesses. And you yeah. just thought... And, then, and so your own lawyers would say, look, if you can't prove this, which you can't, you know, we're going to lose a bucket load of money. Yeah, no, absolutely. They'd I, bottle I just... it. They'd bo the girls would bottle it. Mm. Yeah. The, the show on Netflix, I, I watched it the other night, actually, uh, with a very good mate of mine, John, uh, Mark Williams-Thomas, who's the guy who actually broke the story uh, ah. of Jimmy yeah. Savile and got it out into the public domain. And, uh, and Mark and I were watching it, and there's some incredible archive footage mm. in Oh, it's like... But I think the whole thing about... Uh, you look yeah. at it, like you said, Carol, you look at it now and you look at Jimmy Savile and what a creepy character he really was. Mm. Always was. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Far from the child catcher from Chitty Chitty. No, yeah, yeah. no. And you're thinking... And, and like you said, he, he played up to it. You're going, this guy is a creep. Why is everybody yeah. giving him so Shocking. much time and respect? And I thought that at a, the time. It was a, fundraise, yeah. a fundraising. Did you yeah. ever do Top of the Pops with him? No, thank you. God, no. no, absolutely not. But no. I remember my aunt who she she thought he was amazing because of all the the work he did with Stoke Mandeville and, yeah. and the you know well, the spinal. Well, then we found then we found out what he was also doing there, which was awful. Oh, don't. Um, I know. We got I a know. rush. I'm afraid yeah. okay. your second one will. So my my next one is Stop Oil and uh, if I may. Extinction Rebellion as well. Let's They're all in there, yeah. The Throw them all in. There's so, all sorts of them. Yeah, I mean, what what you guys have been doing on Talk Radio has been brilliant. Some of the interviews, stuff you've been doing, yeah. Julia's been doing, just outing these morons. Yeah. Basically, That's what they completely, are. I mean, and, and on a serious level, I mean, the problem is Keir Starmer has been opposing all the laws for us to be able to, or the police to be able to do anything really serious about these guys. In my book... They're not that far off terrorists, although they don't create direct harm or intend direct mm. harm to individuals. But they vandalise things. They're stopping um, vehicles being able to move. They're yep. closing down bridges. Mm. They're causing so much disruption. And to be honest, I think everyone's fed up to the back teeth of these so. clowns. I think they're yep. losing credibility yeah. by the day. My husband was coming home from London back out to Oxfordshire where we lived the other night, and he he, he had the, the phone on hands, free folks, and he was talking about going, 
oh, my God, oh, my God, I can see... Oh, I think it's Extinction Rebellion, I can see all the police. And he just got through as they literally closed ranks behind his yeah. car. He was the, almost wow. the last car through. But he said, I'm sorry, I would just run... I will just drive through them. Yeah. Yeah. He's so angry. Well, this is it. Yeah. My, my favourite video of the week was <laughs> yeah. that guy in Holland. Did you see him? Uh, no. Guy, they blockaded some oil terminal in Holland and a guy yeah. was trying to get to work and he's just got a very ordinary sort of family uh, estate car and he just goes around the roadblock yeah. and two of them are standing like this trying to stop him. He just keeps going. Great. Not fast, just, yeah. you know... No, 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 just no, no, no. Well, so quite slowly until they have to... Because they can't mm. stop the car moving no. and he eventually gets around and he goes, to work. They get out and I think way. that's the way to well, go. Doesn't it Simple. make you remember Swampy fondly? Who was oh, just, I love Swampy. He was just up a tree. I know. Not. He's still around, apparently. Who had the son, of, uh, the, yeah. son of, the son of Swampy now. And the he was, guy who he was used down to shout outside Houston. of the Houses of Parliament. They were like great British eccentric yes. yes, um, protesters. But these people are such pains in the ass. And it's They're like a dead um, loss. And it's like a rites of passage yeah. now. Yeah. I have to do my time in... Oh, XR I know. But even you know. we've got to do our he time here. Mercedes. You know, we've yeah. got to do our time here. We're running out of it, I'm afraid. <laughs> we haven't got much time at all, so I'm going to keep mine very short. Whiz Air. I don't oh. know whether you've ever travelled on well, Whiz travelled Air. Travelled on them. Um, yeah. Travelled on Whiz them. Whiz Air Never apparently again. is in the business of uh, removing uh, people from Ukraine who have managed to get to Poland. They're flying them back to Britain. Okay. Uh, because they're hooking them up with people who are putting them up in their houses. One woman told this rather unbelievable story. Agnes Edmonds is her name. Two uh, people that she had nominated to fly back from Krakow to uh, Luton. I mean, imagine moving from Krakow to Luton. That, like they haven't had enough. I think, uh, yeah, they haven't suffered enough. Yeah. So, so the, the, I don't know whether the government's paying for the flights, but the flights are free. Yeah. But what they decided to do, Wizz Air, was charge them for the suitcases. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? These people are fleeing a war zone, right? They probably left. That. They probably left maybe a brother behind or yeah. a, a father. Yeah. Uh, they got charged. 130 euros yeah. for two suitcases. Yeah. What? And they you had to pay it. One kilo over the weight level. I mean, <laughs> one, one, that's 108 yeah. pounds and 49 pence. Absolutely unbelievable. So Wizz Air, just ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Right. You know, I travelled on them from uh, from Bulgaria once, yeah. and and they are. I mean, they make EasyJet look like first-class British Airways. I know, yeah. shocking. Right, yeah. your third one. My third one. OK, I'm going to go... We've got about five minutes left. ..for a lovely little town called St Blay. Oh, yes. ..which is down in Cornwall, I believe. Yes. I hope I've got my geography right. I couldn't believe it what is. I was reading. So, um, it turns out that daffodils have a little toxicity about them, like a lot of plants do, yeah. like poison ivy and mushrooms and stuff like that. So... Most town councils now, you know, the, the dafts come out, don't they, in March, and they're lovely, and I always buy them in the supermarket and love to see them spread around the town I live in. So, apparently, um, St Blay <laughs> Town Council, as they die off, are refusing... They're digging them up and refusing to plant any more because they are poisonous and they are concerned that somebody might eat them. They're what? concerned specifically that children are going to eat them, yeah. right? Now, you've got children, <laughs> I've never right? seen... I've got four kids. Yeah. Not one of them has ever tried to eat a daffodil. No. And I've never actually told them not to. They no. just know it's not a good idea. I used idea. to eat mud as a child. Mud's yeah. fine. explains a lot, doesn't Mud's it? Mud's all right. Well, I used to eat sand. I know. And my husband... <laughs> that was my favourite. Well, Too of my nights out, Mike. Yeah. I maybe still do. We, 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 my, we always say about my husband, Richard will literally eat anything, you know. And so we were at a restaurant... Again, Carol, he's yeah. a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> we were at a <laughs> restaurant a once and Scarlett was quite little. And we talked about it. She went, I bet you wouldn't eat that flower. And Richard ate the flower off the table in the restaurant. So Richard possibly would eat a daffodil, but that's yeah. Darwinism. But then... <laughs> and that's the way life goes. Yeah, we don't need, I mean, I said at the time when this story came out, they might as well kill off all the wildlife, uh, I know. Uh, all the cattle in the fields around there, because yeah. they might stampede and murder everybody. I know. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So yeah. So, Will, play. your, right, my your last final, one. final one for you guys. Um, and uh, 
No surprises, Prince Harry yeah, hits the headlines Well done. Again. It's been a while since he's been it in. It has actually. been a while. They've been a little quiet, and I think mm. probably their PR sort of poked them with a hot prod and went, you know, yeah. come on, guys, break cover. And the latest one uh, from Team Harry and uh, Meghan is Harry wanting to vocalise his dislike of his father's wife mm. um, and that he's threatening to tell all in his imminent memoirs, which... Um, uh, I'm not sure how many... <laughs> I think a lot of people will buy it just really to see the ramblings of, of insanity. But, you know, it's this dirty washing in public. You know, it's this... It's, it's yeah. doing the family laundry in public, which I just don't get. And why Why does he have also, to just be antagonistic? Nobody well, cares. I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I've got no Fs to give when it comes to no. Harry's opinion but on it. Hasn't he had enough of that with, like, Charles and Diana's different interviews sort of 25 years ago and Squidgy Game? Remember when that was in oh, the papers? Which was, I still, that was awful, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But also... You know, if I can just have a little go at Harry and Meghan as well while I've got the opportunity. <laughs> How can they come as close as the Netherlands for the Invictus Games yeah. and yet not Literally come flying over Britain. for Prince Philip's... Um, I know. Oh, it's too ceremony. dangerous here, you know. It's, and to see too his dad, who isn't very well. You know, the Queen's not very well at It's a moment. shocking dereliction of... Uh, I just think it's just sad. That. It's yeah. just horribly sad. And, I mean, and, and the rift supposedly between him and William. And it's mm. just... Seriously, I mean, it could fine. Go off and do your own thing, but stop poking your head up. It's like yeah. whack-a-mole. Because yeah. literally the press and everybody else will just... They're, they're, they're not doing anything that anybody, as far as I can see, and maybe I'm missing it, but nothing that anybody can turn around and say, you know what, good for you guys, you know, you're, you're, you're being... It's Edward and Mrs Simpson, yeah. Starley, just go off and live in... Except they're nobody's. I mean, Edward was the king. Well, true. This bloke <laughs> isn't anywhere near it. He's six removed. Yeah. He'll be more than that probably soon. Yeah. You know, he'll yeah. end up being tenth. You know, what calls me is all the money they got from Spotify, where I, you know, people and yeah. artists of my level, we get nothing yeah. Yeah. from Spotify, and they throw millions at those two. Well, maybe you yeah. should do a podcast about compassion. Oh, compassion! Safe spaces, <laughs> safe spaces for redheads. Communities. Nobody gives us you a know, safe space. No, it's true. Space. <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> right now, you've been waiting for this one, right? My final and third nomination is, of course, the Chancellor's Exchequer, Mr. Rishi Sunak, oh. because I don't care whether you oh. think he did anything wrong or he didn't do anything wrong, he's definitely a plank for getting himself into this situation. And I don't know what it is about senior Tories. You know, Boris has got himself into all sorts of trouble because of Mrs Johnson, Carrie, uh, who wants him to have a green agenda and promote net zero. This bloke marries the richest woman in Christendom um, and richer than the Queen, apparently, this woman yeah. uh, from India, and uh, allows her to dodge taxes that she now says she's going to pay. So, I mean, it's is ridiculous, it isn't it? taxes, though? I'm, well, I'm, it's a, avoiding, I'm Team Rishi, I'm It's afraid. avoiding taxes. Team Rishi. Now, listen, I don't care what people do with their money, right? Yeah. But if you're the Chancellor of the Exchequer and you are currently chasing people like me and you for more taxes... True. Um, ..because, you know, you're self-employed, you too, Carol... You know, the money that we now have to pay in taxes is un unbelievable. And I got oh, nothing I got nothing off Rishi in lockdown, not a penny for two years. So no. I've lived well, out of my savings. Good for you. I mean, but, yeah. but, but I, think, I think, you know, there are always going to be certain avoidance schemes within Yeah, but HMRC. you can't be doing that if you're the Chancellor. It's a bad look. Well. No, yeah, but the HMRC is always going to make those windows open. Otherwise, all the wealth will leave this country. That's but I think what Mike's saying that. is... I, I completely agree she's done nothing illegal, but he should have said, listen, love, you can pay a lot of this tax in India if you want to. Yeah. It's not going to look great. At some great. point or other... Yeah. At some point no, or other... I think in PR-wise, yeah. it's not great. No. If you're in the government, you've got to say to your spouse, whether yeah. it's a man or a woman, I don't care, look, you can't do this because yeah. it's not going to look very good. Mm. You know, we used to yeah. call it the private eye test. What's it going to look like it's in the private eye? It's not going to look good. <laughs> I've been in so private don't eye. do it. 
Yeah, so have I. Um, but not for anything horrible, thank God. <laughs> no, my There's things they don't know. <laughs> anyway, so he's a plank because not only... Um, they also have played it really badly. Yeah. Because at the beginning, she said that she was an Indian citizen and this was the only way she could be in Britain. Uh, she had to be a non-dom because yeah. they didn't allow her to be a citizen of any other country. Then there's the green card, which is also kind of inexplicable. Then there's the fact that she's got all sorts of money from the furlough scheme, which is also a bit mysterious. Then yeah. there's the fact that he puts the, you know, the old petrol nozzle into somebody else's car to pretend he hasn't got <laughs> yeah, but that's standard a, a Range Rover, nonsense, hasn't it? got a Range Rover or a top-of-the-range BMW. I mean, I don't care how much money he's got. Just don't pretend you're like the rest of us. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's I a mean, bit nauseating, yeah. isn't it? Like, it really I, don't know. Is. I, think, I think there is definitely uh, because he's the, evidently the next contender for Pierre. Not anymore. Do you think he's still Not anymore. Not anymore. I think no. the problem is, is he's that blown this, it. This is an internal sabotage mission yeah. that's been run on. He's him been completely kiboshed by Boris. Yeah, he's been kiboshed he by Boris. Uh, but right. I am Team Rishi. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm for the guy. Okay. All right. Well, now it's time to pick the winning three um, out of all of our. Uh, so why don't I think we'll do what we did last week, which is you nominate your favourite one. Yeah. And we'll make these the finalists. Of our own? Just out of your own, yeah, okay. because it doesn't take too long otherwise. Okay, just stop oil and Extinction Rebellion, window liquors. That sounds good. Writers. Sounds good. I'm going to go with the Moscow elite cutting up Chanel handbags <laughs> in horror, um, protesting that Chanel closed the boutique. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should go with Rishi Sunak because I think he has got to be this week's plank. He has to be, doesn't he? I mean, no. he's going to lose everything as a result of his own behaviour. So we've got Russian models... We've got Just Stop Oil yeah. and Rishi Sunak. I would say the implications of what's happened, you're probably right. Because we're going to lose the Chancellor as a result of his plankish behaviour. Ah, you know? I, I, uh... so I'm right again, aren't I? No. You know I am. No. He can't he's, stand on par, he's on a par with Boris Becker. No, <laughs> really. it's not that yeah, bad. It's da no, it's, all, it's daft. They've done it to themselves. Yeah, he's done it's it to daft. himself. He's kiboshed yeah. his own career. Yeah. You, you're beating me up here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go with Rishi Sunak. We'll give you um, Just Stop Oil maybe as the number two. Yeah. Yes. Shall we? Because yeah. they've also oh, God, yes. caused a lot of problems. But I'm sure they'll, they'll Nothing personal, but we'll give the Russian models to be number three. I don't like it. All women not think fair. that it's about them, right? They always want to win. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, so, Rishi Sunak, I'm afraid you are this week's Plank of the Week. See you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.